Are you ready to be inspired, challenged, and strengthened in your faith walk? Are you ready to get breakthrough from those old cycles and thought patterns that you just can't seem to get freedom from? Then you've come to the right place. You are going to get freedom, you are going to get breakthrough, and you are going to get healing because that's the life that Jesus paid for. This podcast is not just talk. We're going to live it. I want to personally welcome you to my little podcast corner. My name is Jillian Ahonen, and I am so excited for what God's going to do through our time together today. Whether you're driving in traffic to work, out on a morning run, or sipping your coffee in a comfy chair, let's get our hearts ready for today's word. Welcome back, family. Are you ready for another episode of Not Just Talk? I know I am. Really fast, I have to tell you something so funny. So in last week's message, if you hear any banging in the background, it's because I hit something with my hands as I was talking. So I positioned myself a little bit better this week. And the funny thing is, is I was just talking about how I'm Italian and I use my hands to talk. And right as I said it, I think I whacked something. There was a couple of times. So anyway, if you heard the banging in the background, now you know why. It's my hands flapping around because it helps me talk. It helps me concentrate. Anyway, I just thought it was a funny story and I felt like you needed to know this piece of information, but let's move into today's message. As believers, we should be a display of peace in our lives, but we can't display it if we're not experiencing it. Am I right? As much as I would love to talk about being peace to those that God has placed in our path and our sphere of influence, I'm actually finding that much of my family of faith is really living consumed with anxiety and worries of this life. We can't give something we don't have for ourselves, and let's be real, if we look around in this hour, we're not being a very good display of peace because we're caught up in the same types of turmoil of this world or in our circumstances or we're stressed, which increases anxiety and worry in our hearts and minds. So I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about what it looks like to get our hearts and minds established in peace before we can tackle the call of the church <laughs> and that other people should be feeling God's peace through us on a daily basis. So here's an interesting story. It was 2019, and I felt like it was time to start designing um, mugs through my ministry. I had this vision a long time ago, and I knew that one day I would be designing mugs and journals. I have just this creative side of me, and I have all these visions in mind, and it was about 2019 that I felt like, okay, it's time. It's time to bring this as another branch of ministry. The whole goal is, one, I love to create, but two, I want it to be a ministry and a blessing to other people. And it also funds the different branches of this ministry, like this podcast or our website, um, publishing the books that I've been able to put out. It keeps our mobile app free. And then I also have other vision in mind that is specifically to strengthen and quit my family of faith, but that's going to come at a future time. Anyway, back to the mugs. I didn't want them to be just any mugs. I wanted them to be prophetic words from the Lord in season. I wanted them to be a reminder of what God is saying to us, his children, and something that we could stand firm on daily. If you're anything like me, you wake up with your eyes half shut. I'm not kidding. I literally roll out of bed between four and five in the morning if I'm a good girl and I wake up with my alarm and my eyes are still shut. So I, I kind of have a, a, a picture in my mind of where I'm walking, but literally I they're not even awake yet. And, um, you know, they're They're a little bit more awake by the time I go down the stairs. That would be dangerous. But I wake up with my eyes half shut. I go straight to that beautiful fresh pot of coffee that is just a 
gift straight from heaven. And I thought, you know, there are a lot of people like me. And at first glance, when our eyes actually come into focus, we could be reading that word on the mug, that word from the Lord that is calling us to rest in his promises and to be strengthened in his truth. I mean, seriously, starting off our day with God's truth and coffee is powerful, right? (laughs) Anyway, as I was praying through my first design, um, This phrase was whispered to my heart, and I just heard it on repeat. I heard, trust more, worry less. When we're anchored in trust, worry doesn't have a grip in our lives. This is scriptural. The more we trust, the less we worry. Get it? Trust more, worry less. It's a good word, right? So I went to designing. I designed the first mug, and I had them made with Psalm 91, 1 through 2, written on the other side. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. Get this. These mugs that I knew were from the Lord, this word that was from the Lord, they were released November 2019, having no idea the uncertainty that 2020 would bring the masses around the world. You think God was trying to say something about the storms up ahead? You guys, there are no coincidences with God. I call them God incidences. He absolutely knew what was coming. He wasn't surprised, even though we were, and he didn't want us to lose our peace over the uncertainty, but many of us did. Fast forward to now, we're halfway through 2022, and I'm continually seeing turmoil and worry overwhelm my brothers and sisters. Family, we need to evaluate what's going on in our minds and hearts and ask ourselves why we're so easily knocked out of peace every day. The evaluation starts within us. Remember what we've been talking about the last few weeks. There is value in evaluation, okay? It's a good phrase, it's a catchy phrase, and it's something we should remember. So there's value in evaluation. Oftentimes we miss the proper way to evaluate by evaluating what's going on around us. But if we spend all our time doing that, we're actually only increasing worry and decreasing peace. We have to look inward in order to understand why our outward situations have the power to knock us out of peace that we're supposed to be experiencing in Jesus. Does that make sense? Last week, we talked about managing our time and prioritizing our way to peace and how not spreading ourselves to then positions us to live in peace. This week, we're going to go after that inner peace that belongs to us at all times, no matter what's going on in our lives. This also includes what's going on in our world. Jesus said these words. This is John 14, 27, and I'm reading the NLT. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. I want you to notice this peace from Jesus is in us, and it's going to be established in our minds and hearts. It's not an outward peace that Jesus is speaking of. His peace is in us. It also says not to be troubled or afraid. What I'm finding as I do life with my family of faith is how often their outward situations are knocking them out of peace. They end up living with turmoil in their mind and heart and live with the belief that if things look different, they wouldn't be feeling the way they do. Many are living troubled and fearful daily, the complete opposite of what God is calling us into. Most people would never even know the extremely hard scenarios that have popped up in my life over the last 10 years, and it's not because I'm an actress. It's because I've learned how to walk through the storms of life anchored in a supernatural peace that is beyond human understanding. I face uncertainty and painful hits in life just like anybody else. They don't knock me down, and they can't knock me out of peace. But I've had to train myself to know how to access what's rightfully mine as a child of God. It doesn't mean that I don't pray for my situations or desire God to show up. Of course I do. I I don't lay down to my circumstances like I'm a doormat and just accept everything. 
there's a balance between accepting what's going on versus fighting it, but also fighting for what I have in Jesus. What I'm saying is I don't need everything to get fixed or changed before I experience God's peace. I don't know about you, but I'd much prefer to walk through life with joy and lightness over me than my chest pounding with anxiety and knots in my stomach all day that take my breath away, wouldn't you? I think on some levels we don't even understand how this could work because peace equates to the situation getting resolved and fixed. You see, our belief system is going to reveal to us whether or not we even believe that peace is available before our situation gets fixed. So if there is something in our subconscious mind that is decided we don't have peace and we're not going to have peace until we get this resolved or fixed or circumstances change or God changes the person that we're living with, whatever, you name it, fill in the blank. If that's our belief system, we're not even going to go after what God says is ours because our belief system is going to block us from even pursuing the peace that is beyond our understanding. Honestly, let me just tell you, If that's that belief that you have in your mind, you have to realize that that's the peace of the world and it's going to keep you riding the waves of life. Or should I say drowning in the waves of life constantly tossed around by your circumstances versus remaining steady and unshakable? Are you experiencing a supernatural peace no matter what's going on in your life or in this world? Are you going through something extremely hard right now where you're overwhelmed with the what if or you're just getting straight smacked by life, maybe even by people, maybe you're flooded with fear, worry, and anxiety? I want you to know that God knows exactly what you're going through and he wants to saturate you with his peace and comfort that is beyond your human understanding right now, today. This is his promise to all who believe and find refuge in him. In order to live in this peace that Jesus is offering to us, we have to get some things straight and we have to make some heart and mind adjustments for ourselves. Just like everything we talk about each week, there's a his part and our part. And like I mentioned before, I had to train myself to access this supernatural peace. We have to have the right posture in our lives in order to position ourselves to walk in God's peace every day, all day. If you read your Bible, you'll find that each promise for peace is attached to an action that we actually have to walk out. We can't be passive Christians. We have to fight for that peace that God says is ours, and it's not through fighting with our circumstances, trying to figure out a way to fix it all, begging God for the peace that's already ours in order to be at peace again. That's not the peace that Jesus says is ours. Again, it's a temporal world peace that will leave us feeling exhausted because there is so much that happens in a day that we can't control. John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Take heart. There is nothing in this life that will overtake you because Jesus overcame it all. I want to highlight two main points today that will literally unlock a supernatural peace in your life that cannot be explained, but you have to be willing to do your part in order to receive what's yours, okay? Remember the heart of this podcast. We're not just talking about ideas, we're living them out. And it's through understanding what the Lord wants us to do. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're fooling yourself. That's James 1.22. You can apply that passage in so many different areas of your life. We have got to understand what's available. And we have to read the surrounding key words to understand how to live out what God says is ours through him. Here's a scripture that literally says it all in one sentence. And this is what we're going to pull from today in order to access peace. You ready? This is Isaiah 26.3. It's one of my favorite scriptures, and this is one that I really, really focus in on, and it holds me accountable. You will keep in perfect peace 
all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So we get perfect peace if we're trusting God and if our thoughts are fixed on him. The NIV version uses the word steadfast. Steadfast means firmly, loyal, unswerving, unchanging, unmovable, fixed on him. Do you know what that means? This means that if your thoughts are caught up in what you're feeling and seeing, you are not going to experience peace. You see, it's our job to get our thoughts back on track, not God's. Colossians 3.2 says, set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on the earth. We do the setting. We have to take an honest evaluation of our thought life and make sure we're not allowing our thoughts of worry, doubt, and fear to run wild. This is why the Bible says to take our thoughts captive and renew our mind in the word. When we start to pay attention to what we're thinking about and what's actually going on in that crazy head of ours, we'll begin to notice whether or not we're actually trusting God or our circumstances. The thing is, is God is steady and doesn't change. Our life here is unstable and ever-changing, right? I mean, we cannot predict what's going to happen. What I've observed is that many without realizing it have their trust anchored in people or in circumstances, sometimes their job, their home, their bank account, maybe even the comfort of their children, their pastor, their church building, their small group leader, their counselor, you name it. A lot of times we are putting our trust in something that is imperfect and unstable. And as soon as one of these areas in our lives shake in a negative way or changes in any way, They get knocked out of peace and shake with the situation. This is our indicator that in that particular area, we didn't have our trust rooted in God. We had it planted in that area going well or not changing. Does that make sense? If our trust was firmly rooted in the Lord and we stood firm in faith no matter what, knowing who our God is, that nothing we will ever face in this life is bigger than him, he will carry us through, he will fill us with peace and a strength that is beyond what we could experience without him, and with him we have truly nothing to fear, his peace would continually reign in our lives. This is a scriptural fact, and I am living proof that this way of experiencing that peace that our human minds can't even comprehend is available. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4, 6, or 7. Notice the scripture reveals to us that we can go to the Lord with everything, praise him for who he is, and then we will experience God's peace. You see, again, there's an action plan. It doesn't say he'll fix it right away, and then we will experience God's peace. It says before anything changes, we will experience the peace that doesn't even make sense to our minds because it's not from human reasoning, and it's not from our circumstances getting fixed. Our minds will trap us and block us from experiencing the peace that's available. We cannot explain this kind of peace because it doesn't come from human reasoning. It doesn't come from our situation. It's supernatural. I've said it before, but it's worth repeating. If you're trying to make sense of what we have through Jesus in your mind, you're going to miss it. Our minds carry the power to shift our feelings. Our feelings will always line up with what we're experiencing. That's why we have to choose to fix our minds on the things that are worthy of praise. If you keep reading the passages after the ones I just read, Philippians 4, 6, or 7, it will show you that that's where God wants us to shift our focus. Remember I said we have to read the scriptures surrounding the ones that say we have peace in God, and as we read those key words, we find out what the action plan is. So here is the following verses. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts. Here we are again, right? Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then 
the God of peace will be with you. Hello, did you catch that? We have to keep reading to find out how we get to that place of peace. It's right here and backs everything we've discussed so far. The peace that we have access to floods our lives when we keep our minds fixed on what God wants us to focus on and put everything he says into practice. This is our part. We have to position ourselves and then the peace of God will be with us. Are you with me today? Are you seeing that asking God for his peace is kind of a silly prayer when we have the Bible that shows us we already have it. We need to learn how to access it. Remember, we have his spirit in us and in him we have his fruit that should be evident in our lives. Peace is a fruit of the spirit and part of our armor is the shoes of peace. So truthfully, we should be oozing with peace and walking in peace all the time. God wants us to stop praying and asking for what's already ours as citizens of heaven. We have been given the mind of Christ. We have access to that calm, clear, and sound mind that's described in the Bible, but we have to do our part and not let our minds run wild. I'm very simple. I don't complicate this Christian living thing, and we don't need a scholar to explain all these scriptural truths. Honestly, sometimes I think that just complicates everything and makes it seem near impossible to obtain when it's not. Remember the disciples? They were fishermen who just walked with Jesus. That's all it takes. That simple walk with Jesus where we dive into his word and allow his spirit to reveal what's available and how to live it out for ourselves. God wants us to experience his peace all day, every day. He does not want us to live in turmoil and stress, anxiety, and worries of this life. He just doesn't. You are not going to find a scripture in the Bible that says, yeah, but, or except when. He wants us to know what it looks like and feels like to be enveloped in a comfort and peace that is lasting. I found there is extreme simplicity in just asking the Holy Spirit for understanding and asking him to teach me his ways. As I've lived this out for myself through the many storms I've weathered, I can tell you in full honesty, God's word is truly the lamp that will light up your path and his ways are far beyond what we could even hope or imagine because life here is just painfully hard. But with God, living in total peace is absolutely possible. I don't say anything I'm not living or experiencing myself. I'm not coming at you with a message that's scripturally accurate, but in my secret life, I live with knots in my belly. If I feel knots in my belly and and my chest is heavy, I stop, I connect with what I'm thinking and feeling, and I consciously come out of agreement with that feeling, getting my mind refocused on truth until I'm saturated with his peace. I'm going to share some of the things that I've put into practice that have helped me really, truly, proactively go after that peace the Bible says is mine. I'm not saying this is going to be your how-to method too. It's it's really not a one-size-fits-all plan. I'm just sharing this because not everyone can figure out a practical method to accessing peace, and I'm very practical. <laughs> okay, so let's say I'm getting squeezed by life or I just got the wind knocked out of me with bad news or a hard situation that just took place in my life. I'll be honest with you, I stopped wasting my energy on asking God why. I I stopped wasting my energy on that because the why prayers and the begging God and why God why it 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 never helped me access peace and it kept me stuck. So, instead, I stand firm on the word and my Bible has already told me I am going to face challenges and hardships in this life. So, it's something that I have just accepted and it eliminates that why God prayer. Obviously, there's a time and a place for why like how to learn from our mistakes so we don't make them again. We're not talking about that today. We're talking about how to remain in peace through life's hardships. Second, I have a very, very fancy, very sophisticated and orderly way of processing my emotions. Just kidding. It's not fancy at all. It's not orderly at all. I actually just dump them. 
It's a simple method. I call it journal and dump. (laughs) I pull out my journal and I write my thoughts, my fears, my worries in the absolute messiest form. I figure God already knows what's in this messy head of mine, so I'm not hiding anything from him. I also believe he's big enough to handle the real raw me. The truth is, when I do this, I'm actually connecting with what's really going on in my head. You see, when we journal, we have to slow our brains down to write it all out, and it really helps us connect with the bazillion of thoughts that are attached to our feelings that can come flooding in so fast, we don't even know what we just told ourselves. Did you catch that? Our thoughts are telling us something, and it's up to us to connect with the thoughts that are either going to lead us to trust and peace or fear and worries of this life. Most of the time, my feelings are forming thoughts in my mind that are in conflict of what I have in God. And when I see it on paper, I can speak back to that thought and remind myself of who my God is and what I have in him. This is a very practical method of what it can look like to take our thoughts captive and replace them with truth. From there, I can see if I'm truly trusting God. And here is a very simple truth. If I'm worried and I'm not in peace, I'm not trusting God. I have to own it. I have to face it. It's very simple for me. It's if and then, okay? If I was trusting God, then I would be experiencing his peace because that's what my Bible says. So if I'm not in peace, there's an area that I'm not trusting God. I just keep it really simple. I don't complicate anything. These are scriptural facts. And if I believe in the word of God and I believe that it's true and it's valuable and it's a light into my path, then I'm going to take these things seriously. If we don't have peace, we're not trusting God and we need to be honest with this truth. From there, I keep it really simple. I go straight to him. God, I'm sorry for not trusting you in this area. I'm choosing to hand it to you today. I don't feel good and this situation is overwhelming, but I know you're good and I know you work all things out. God, you've shown up in my life over and over and you have never failed me. You won't. It's not in your nature. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your fail-proof promises. Thank you for your presence that envelops me with a peace and comfort that is beyond words. My heart is yours, Lord. Have your way in me. This positions me to not only be filled with a supernatural peace because my eyes are now off of my situation and on my ever-present help in my time of need, but I can actually see God in my situation. And oftentimes, I even get a glimpse of what he wants to do in me and through me through that hard season. These moments end up revealing a position that he has for me that I couldn't see with my emotions clouding my focus. You guys, this is such a powerful way to live. Could you imagine going through this life empowered by the Spirit, saturated with peace all the time? When people ask me how I'm doing and I say I'm good, I'm not saying my circumstances are good. I'm saying I am because of what I have in Him, because His peace is reigning in my life no matter what. And this peace, this peace is for you too. And it's time to position yourself to walk in what rightfully belongs to you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm believing the Holy Spirit met you powerfully through this week's episode of Not Just Talk. Now for the real part. Let's take this conversation beyond talk and live it in our daily lives. Amen? Don't forget to check out my newly released book. I'm really excited. It's called Ripple Effect, a transformational journey into God's heart that will change you from the inside out. It's available now on your favorite online bookstore, Amazon, or you can order a signed copy direct through my website, jillianahonan.com. Also, did you know that we have a ministry app where you can receive direct notifications for everything we have going on beyond this weekly podcast? Just search Jillian Ahonan Ministries in your app store and download it for free. And please, I'd love to see your face on social media. Connect with me on my public Facebook page or on Instagram. I hang out there daily. 
Don't forget to subscribe and come back next week for another episode of Not Just Talk. Hugs and blessings, family.